Hey, thank you, man. I forgot about it on Monday, but I remember just in time, so I feel good. Yes, amen. I want to echo uh, John Kalshub's uh, uh, praise. Uh, I, I completely agree, 100%. Uh, if you weren't here last week, we had a, an interesting sermon. I brought a fun sermon. I may have stirred the pot. I created some waves. I opened up the floodgates of, of controversy and tension. And uh, I, am, I echo with John, I'm so grateful that we can uh, uh, still be committed to each other and, and still uh, engage in this conversation and maybe even still disagree, but we're still the body and we're still uh, there for each other. We still love each other. And it's led to deeper unity, yes, and even deeper understanding of, of God's word. And, and we've had to wrestle with it. And so... Uh, Gosh, I'm just so grateful as well. What a wonderful, it is a true testament to the beauty and strength of this body that we can have some disagreements and yet still be committed to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, that's incredible and that's not everywhere, not even here in Wichita, in churches. And so this is truly, uh, we are living up to our name as Live Oaks Church, we are a haven. Uh, in our culture, if we have disagreements, I mean, how easy is it to just unfollow this person, right? Cut this person out of my life. We disagree politically or theologically, we're done. But yet, this church is a place where we can come and we can wrestle with the Bible, we can wrestle with truth, we can iron sharpens iron, we can push up against each other, but we can still remain committed to each other, we can work out our salvation together without fear of rejection. And I think that's so much what the church is supposed to be. And what a beauty thing and what an, uh, what an example this church has been. Um, and I'm just so, so, so grateful. My gosh, it's wonderful. As I alluded to last week, we talked about the flood found in Genesis chapter 6, verse 9. We talked about the flood. I brought the other side. I brought the side of, hey, this may not be literal. It may not be literally a global flood. It could have been talked about in that way in a hyperbolic, hyperbole, using universal terms to drive home the points of the flood, and that was to show impact and significance of the themes of the flood, which was God's judgment of sin, number one. Number two being recreation and reorder of, of the cosmos, as we see in Genesis chapter 1. And then finally, the covenants. As we know, the whole story of the flood leads to Noah's covenant and God's covenant. And we see that throughout the Old Testament, these covenants being kind of the hangers or, or really the, the connecting points throughout the whole Old Testament. And so um, that was really, really important. So I want to make a couple points, though, about the flood sermon last week, just to bring clarity. Not to double down, not to, ooh, i got to drive home a defense. Um, I had some great conversations with some of you throughout the week, and I just want to continue to just bring clarity to it, clarity to what I was trying to say, just so that we're clear. Sound good? So we'll start with this. I want to make a huge point here. It is not an essential to salvation course. Not an essential to salvation that we hold a particular view of the flood. All right, there's going to be people in heaven that, that believe in a global flood. There are going to be people in heaven that believe in a local flood, okay? That's a wonderful thing. But it still matters. 
We are. No, you're all right. No, we're no problem at all. We all right? Let's let's be a, let's stop and pray. Amen. Let's stop and pray together.
we're sorry, you know, 